that guy forgot to say Bob Pompiani as well, and he's the most prominent of the three of us. Ron, would you agree with that? He said it. I don't think there's any question. There's the no question. Us not... two combined don't have Bob's popularity. No, no, we don't. Maybe with Nelly thrown in, we're close? No. He's, a, he's one Look of a kind. Look at Nelly. He's Nelly. one of a kind. <laughs> Nelly. I, I said Bob. <laughs> you're one of a kind, Bob, and you're a wonderful <laughs> man. You are a wonderful man. My neighbors still talk about the time that you came over with those golf clubs. I can't believe that you drove over to my house and lent me golf clubs, but you went to the wrong house. I went to the wrong house. I made new friends. You did. They still talk about it. Can they you love imagine you. knocking a door and you open it up and there he is? <laughs> with, with golf, golf clubs, clubs with shoes and Kings. a shirt. <laughs> Can I play through? That was amazing. <laughs> an amazing thing. You know what's not amazing? Jason Mackey <clears throat> talking to Bob Nutting, who discusses Major League Baseball's need for economic reform. And he says, <laughs> he says, I'm laughing, does, but go ahead. Uh, you know, talking about Otani, talking to all the comparisons that were made where Otani's going to make more than, you know, teams will for an entire decade or is paid more than teams pay for players for an entire decade, things like that. Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. Not, not, I think not far I, off. That's pretty much what's happening. I think what it highlights is we absolutely still need ongoing work on economic reform, Nutting said Saturday at the Pirates Academy in the Dominican Republic. The unlevel playing field in baseball is a huge handicap and challenge for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Okay. Then the next time, if, if I recall correctly, he, he ratified voted. the CBA right. the last he, he time, ra- right? Exactly. Then then lead the revolution, Bob, if you're this upset about it. But I go over to Adam Bittner's piece from uh, last March uh, off the Forbes calculations of operating income, which, as he says, is loosely defined as profit. And the the Pirates were, let's see here, uh, pulling in at least as much in local television as a whopping 15 other clubs and ranked seventh in operating income or profit at $52 million. And that was written last year. So first of all, Bob, how upset can he really be? And secondly, if he is that upset, if he's that upset, then I say you lead the revolution. Don't ratify the CBA. I agree. They've all done that over the years. They say they're upset, but they're not upset. Not to the point where they would, to quote you, lead a revolution, but it's going to have to take that. People are going to have to get together as a small group, some of these people who have similar situations, and say, we do not appreciate, nor can we function like this. We have to do something. But I guarantee you that it won't ever come to that. They all make enough money for the reason you just said. You look at the profit margin – uh, profit margin is the number one reason I think that you know Bob Nutting uh, likes owning a baseball team. If he were losing money but winning, I think he would have a hard time. And make no mistake, I think he wants to win, but he wants to do both. You can't do both. You have to make less money if you want to win, in my view. Well, he's never going to do that. I mean, but you can do it for a while. Why wouldn't you? You still have the the, the actual equity in the team. The team, when you sell it, is going to be worth more if you win. They're never going to shut the game down like hockey did. I've said that all along, that the NHL teams, almost all of them, were losing money, and they could shut well, it down. Well, that's the difference. It's, right. You know, I mean, maybe the Rangers and Detroit or whoever were making money. Other than that, everybody was losing. It's easy to shut it down when you're losing money. How does Bob Nutting lead a revolution, as Joe said, when he's making a fortune? He, he, he wants a change, there's no doubt, 
but I don't think he's willing to shut it down for, what, two years maybe? No, and the other important thing is, despite the unlevel playing field, and, you know, if this were 20 years ago, I think I would still be railing or constantly railing about the economic system in Major League Baseball. It is, it's inherently unfair. But if you want, if you want to be in the game, you know, it's like a poker game, then get in the game. And more to the point, low payroll teams win. And that's just a fact. It's not an excuse. Baltimore had the second lowest payroll. They won last year. Tampa Bay, the third lowest. They won. Cincinnati, the fifth lowest. They had a pretty good year. Cleveland's always in it. Arizona was in the bottom 10. They got in the playoffs. It, Milwaukee is, is bottom 11 at 118. You don't like it? Spend more money. But there is a big drop-off from 118 to what they spent, and that's what I've been saying Absolutely. all along. You're making profit. Spend the profit on the roster. Did I see what? That's uh, what I, I want to see. That, no, I know it's only January 22nd. The season doesn't start that there are like 11 million less payroll than there were last year. Is that right? Yeah, and they've gone through arbitration cases and everything else. So now it's right. a matter, you know, again, that's my point. If you have all this profit money, use some of it to help your team so that fans understand you're trying. I don't get that right now. And if you're going to wait on guys in your system, that's fine, but you better do something up here at this level to support the guys you do have available And to I you. agree with that, but but my overriding point there was, you know, this complaining about the economic state of baseball, how unfair it is. Baltimore won with a $60 million payroll last year. Tampa Bay was a lower payroll than the Pirates. The, the excuses, they, they just don't work anymore. You can win on a low payroll. Well, you got to make the right choices, and you got to make signings. Like you described those guys, bless you, Ron. God bless uh, with, me. Thank um, you, Ron. Excuse me. With uh, you know, 118, $130 million. the Pirates could go there. There's no reason they can't. And even if you misspend it, at least you're trying with the money you're making. You're, you're showing people that I'm, I'm going to reinvest in my product, and I think that's all people want. You know, it may not work. Okay. It's better than, try, than not trying. You I know? think right around $100 million would be the sweet spot. But again, teams are winning who have lower payrolls than the Pirates. So this whole, you know, the unlevel playing yeah, but field it, it, it is, is a huge handicap. It is much more difficult to do that widespread year after year. It is. But teams seem to do it every year. Not, But not the same teams. It changes. I, I, I you know, you can throw Tampa Bay, I'll get it. They do smart things down there. They're Cleveland willing, does pretty well. Well, my point is you, you're making money. If you want to change, the profit should be used for the actual roster. Not anywhere else. If you're really serious about trying to improve your team, you have to spend the money on your team. Yeah, I I just I think this is paying lip service to what he thinks people may want to hear, or I, I don't know exactly what it is, but there's, I think, there's I no think excuse. What you just and, said and he is can't it, be that upset. What you just said is right on. He wants people want to hear this, but my point is I don't have to believe it. Yeah, and I don't believe. Well, it. again, this year they go out and get two 32 year old pitchers. You know, who are, you know, good pitchers. How, how do you say the one? Martin Perez. Perez. Who's Perez. the other one? Martin Perez. Per Gonzalez. So I'm at, my point is they're they're usable. They could be like Velasquez was last year, but they're certainly not the elite pitchers that were available, at least more elite, on this free agent market. They weren't going to go after those and make big plays. They could have. Lucas Giolito has a better track record than these guys, but they didn't want to pay that. There's no will among major league owners or really the players – obviously, to have any sort of economic reform like a salary cap. It's never going to happen. No. 
And if he really believes that his team is at a handicap and he's really upset about this, then he can go ahead and not ratify the CBA and try and gain a coalition behind him and be really vocal when it matters. Otherwise, nothing he says on this topic, uh, to me anyway, means a damn thing. Hear, hear. I second all of that, every syllable, Joe. Bob? No, I agree. But but it's lip service for now. Put it into motion, it, and we'll see. If you, but I don't know you well, ever. Well, he's not convinced. going to put it. In. He's had chances to put it in motion. He could yeah, have not he ratified more than the last him. CBA. He needs somebody else to help him. He needs a lot more people well, to join if in. If he's that, if he's that adamant about it, then he could be right. the start. At that meeting where they're ratifying, he could step up and say, exactly. ah, I ain't doing he this, and he'll get very... reported, and he could be the one that people look to and say, oh, well, he's doing it. We should, too. But, but if he does that, if he ever did become like the spokesman for that movement of let's let's make things even more equal, then people would start pointing out things like, how about why don't you spend a little more? Right. Yeah, but maybe he doesn't want to go that far, and that's what you have to do. I just say there's there are people out there you can add to. Now, hopefully for them – these guys that they've drafted will come up and blossom uh, a handful at once. They need that to happen for them to be competitive. All right. Enough on that. Wait, I did have one more thing to say about that, but now I forgot what it was. Well, the, the, the owners don't – Ron made a good point, I think, that the owners why, – why would they – the NHL was having serious economic problems when the owners decided to play real hardball in the NHL. Right, and well, they, they were they, they were shut unified. Down the they were unified too. This league right now, for all the problems baseball allegedly has, record sales of franchises, record salaries for players, record revenues, record TV deals, all over the place. Why in the world would anybody who owns a team want to change right. anything? Right. Why? And why would the players? Again. I, beyond that, my biggest thing is if you really want to be more competitive, spend more of your profit. You're making all this money because of what you just described. Before you say go out, we got to change the economic system. That sounds to me like you're saying, "Hey, I'm not going to spend more. They got to come to me, and we got to switch it." No, I do agree with that. If, you if it was up be, around ninety or a hundred and had the same complaints, they would carry a little more. Right, weight. just spend a little bit more and see what happens. You might be surprised. But the thing is, if you get up around ninety and a hundred, then there's lots of teams that win every year. Milwaukee wins all the time, barely over 100. But you make smart moves, and you can spend more to, to get more out of your lineup, Right, too. but you wouldn't have much of a point if you're saying, oh, it's not fair. This whole system's this, unfair. Well, that, there's tons of teams me, around 100 that, million that who win. That comment was likely made to, show, to try to show people that he's concerned when, in fact, he's okay with making the profit, which is his right. But before you should complain about overalling a system, you should try to utilize the system more to your advantage because you're making money. Spend the money. All right, let's get back to the football games. 412-928-9370, I might add. Fan hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, providing trusted plumbing HVAC service for over 50 years. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And, of course, Awaken 180 Weight Loss, social media's biggest loser. Halsey, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at Awaken180WeightLoss.com. Quick thoughts, headlines, whatever pops to mind on each of these four games, because each of them I thought was quite interesting. Even this one, Ravens-Texans tied at the half. Texans also had a guy miss a key field goal right before the half. He hadn't missed uh, inside of 50 all year, so of course he misses there. 
And then the Ravens just ran people over in the second half. Lamar, spectacular. What would you draw from this game, Ron? Uh, I mean, I think Lamar spoke at halftime, and uh, the Ravens, it took them a while to shake off that three weeks of rust, and they just were much the better team. And, and Lamar did it. They can run the ball. They're going to get Mark Andrews back this year. I think, to me, they look like the absolute team to beat. Yeah, they just they came out at halftime and had a whole new approach to everything. I think they were a little bit rusty to start. Um, but in the end, their talent and their experience, I would say, is, is showed in that game. And I think that's what you saw in the second half of the game. I happen to believe that Kansas City is every bit as talented as them, and they have Patrick Mahomes, and I think they have a great shot to win this game. Well, there's as no doubt talented, they have a shot to win with a Mahomes. Great sh- a great shot. What is the line? Two and a half, I think? Is that what it is? I thought. Yeah, which yeah. if you account you, for being on the home, home and road, they're the saying they're even, I think they're absolutely as talented as the Ravens. At wide receiver, at skill positions? Name a position. Do the, Ravens have, do the Ravens have Chris Jones? Um, do the Ravens have LeJarrius Sneed? Three and a half, a Joe, by the way. Yeah. The Ravens have two of the best inside linebackers. They got for some, sure, yeah. Their defense, I'll take over Kansas City's defense. Ra- uh, Kansas City's defense, the only defense in the NFL to finish top two. In yards, points, and sacks. And that's fine. I'll still take the Ravens. Yeah, I think defense. I'll take the Ravens defense too. Not me. Wide receiver. Also, Rice also is about Kansas the only City's- guy doing it right now for them. It's Kelsey, Rice, and Pacheco. That's it. They don't go much deeper than that. And How every time Hardman, need? every time Hardman touches the ball, he fumbles. I'm saying Zay Flowers. Aguilar's a veteran. I think OBJ, as old as he is, two tight ends. If Andrews plays with likely, I think Baltimore has far better wide-out skill players than Kansas City. The difference is Mahomes knows how to utilize them better. I don't think Baltimore has far better wideouts than a lot of teams. What has Kansas City shown you other than Rice Kansas right City now? Kansas City doesn't have great – well, he's a big one right there. Okay. You how many more do you need? You don't think Zay Flowers is as good I, as him? They're about the same. Okay. Yeah. Then what? And then Kelsey's a huge advantage over anybody. Baltimore. Not not Andrews and likely Andrews combined. coming back from that. I'm just saying. Injury. Plus they have Mahomes. Plus they have Pacheco. I said Plus they Mahomes. have a good offensive line. Okay. They're pretty good. I think Baltimore's offensive line is pretty and good too. And also Kansas they City's defense. They run the ball defense, right down everyone's throat. Kansas City's defense is the only one in the league that never allowed 30 points in a single game. Baltimore to me check marks just about every category over Kansas City except quarterback. And I still Which I ones? love Lamar. I, Which I, ones? What I just said. Tight end? I, I think, yes. I, I If Mark Andrews plays, now I understand he hasn't played in a while, but he and Likely together, to me, offset Kelsey. Kelsey's, I'll take Kelsey in a game like one this. One-on-one, I, Certainly. I guarantee it. But what I'm saying is I haven't seen any wide receiver step up. In fact, they've dropped balls all year long, which is why they don't play many of these guys anymore. Kansas City gets shortchanged by people on defense. They're great on defense. They have a great defense. I'm not saying they're not very good. With great players at every level, I would rather have the Ravens defense. That's just me. How do you differentiate between the two? Tell me. Uh, Pressure. Baltimore led the league in sacks. Kansas City was second. Um, I I, I just overall, I like Baltimore. Geno Stone has had a really good. uh, Not that Kansas City's is bad. I just like Baltimore's. To me, they've been the best most all, all season. I know, but based on what? Like my eyes, pressure. I guess. I always say pressure. I, I think they can pressure you into, uh, you know. What's a, what's the coordinator's name, Mike McDonald? He's in demand Defensively, too, yes. Right? The Ravens, the Ravens had 60 sacks. The Chiefs had 57. All right. They put more pressure on beyond the sacks, too. They're capable of 
And their inside linebacking group is as good as anyone in football. Inside linebacker, they're great, although the Chiefs aren't bad. I, I, I would say that the talent is very, very even in this game. Very even. That's not what you said originally, though. Well, I think Kansas City has an advantage. Yeah, okay. I think Kansas well, City is just I that. think the what biggest advantage is Mahomes. And they I, have Mahomes. And they have Mahomes. They have as good a cover corner in the league in LeJarrius Sneed. They've, uh, people think that their linebacking core from left to right is as good as anybody's in the league, even Baltimore's. Then they have Chris Jones up front. Willie Gay's a great player. And then offensively, they have two I stars. I thought J- Jadavion Clowney's had a rebirth there on that line with what they, you know, Matabuke and yeah. others, they, they, they can come after you. So, I don't – I mean, okay, we could go back and forth. It's going to come down to the play of the quarterback, period. Yeah, and they game. have Mahomes. And they have Jackson. <clears throat> Who would you rather have in this game? I think Mahomes' track record tells you he's he's a guy that you'd rather have, but I'm not going to rule out Lamar Jackson, who I think has a lot he's to prove. He's going to win his second MVP. Right, and he has a lot to prove in the postseason. But you'd rather have Mahomes, right? I would rather have Mahomes. Yeah, me too. But that's not to say that he can't outshine him for one day. He could, and that's what for it's sure. And that's what it's going to take. Who led the – did the Ravens lead the league in Pro Bowl players voted in? I don't know. I don't pay a lot of – more. I'm more interested in the all-pros. And pro bowlers. But they're, they're evenly matched in a lot of ways. I get, you know, I mean, we could sit here and pick apart position by position. It will come down also to coaching in this game. Who has a better scheme? Who has a better, uh, you know, to put these guys in position to make these plays? I just think it's, I would say it's as even as even gets. And the Chiefs offensive line, they both have really good centers. The Chiefs center is a little bit better. Uh, Joe Thune for the Chiefs. Uh, offensive guard is a decorated player. Chris Jones is a decorated player. All these guys, man. It's a great matchup. A great matchup. Baltimore's at home, which I think is an advantage. Yeah, although... Mahomes didn't seem to be scared of Buffalo, did he? No, he didn't seem to be scared playing a Super Bowl against Tampa in Tampa either, and he is the greatest road record in the history of professional football. Now 39-11. Yeah, so I don't think think that's going to be a big deal for him. I'm picking... I'll tell you right now, I'm picking Kansas City to win the game. Mm, I'm not. Kansas City, I think, is going to win I'm going to this take game. Baltimore, as much as I hate to say that, but I'm going to do it. Ron, where are you leaning early I'm, le- in the week? I'm leaning early in the week to Mr. Mahomes. Yeah, me too. Until the, until you knock him off. I hear it. You have every right to say that. I just think Baltimore will be inspired to do this. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. The time right now is 124. Time to call Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS. But, yeah, back to that game, uh, Ravens-Texans, and then the Texans, C.J. Stroud, he was a legit MVP candidate. In fact, if he won the award, I don't think I'd have a problem with it because his team is not near ready. He's ready, but they still need all kinds of things. Notably, you saw in the offensive line. That's that's, That's really where they need help. That's what a team should do to the Texans' offensive line. That's what a really good defense does to them, right? Yeah, he's been terrific, though. I mean, what a class, though, of these rookies. Uh, If C.J. Stroud wasn't what he was, Puka Nakua should be the rookie of the year, except Sam Laporta set records for tight ends and rookies. Some great rookies coming into the league. They really do. And that's the one thing that's really changed over the years. It used to be back, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, where you have to wait, wait, wait for your spot, get acclimated with a pro speed. Now they just come in and they play. And you better get production out of your players 
in the rookie class. You can't wait around for them anymore. They have to be impact players. First thought on 49ers, 24, Packers, 21. I wasn't impressed with the 49ers. And Debo Samuel's hurt. I think that's an issue for them. They lost games when he was out. And now is it just the rust factor with them too? I don't know. They didn't impress me. Yeah, I thought Love was the better quarterback until that last throw. I don't know what he was thinking there to do that. That's one of those, you know, first-year players. Right? Yeah. Um, but I thought Brock Purdy did not look as good as I thought he would look. I think going against Detroit is a very interesting matchup for them. But I, it, this game specifically was more – Green Bay had chances in this game that they should have capitalized on more. When they didn't, San Francisco took advantage. In their last drive, I give them credit, they drove right down the field and scored. When they had to score, they did score. Yeah, and he winds up with 252 yards passing and almost a 90 rating, and yet I thought he could have been picked off about four times. Jordan Love was great until that throw, but, I mean, that's his game. He's making throws off his back foot. He's running left and throwing right. That's what he does. That one was in too much traffic, though. That was in too much traffic, but I think he's great. I think he's better than Purdy, as a matter of fact. If you gave me a choice of those two, I'd take Jordan Love. You? I would, too. Mm. Probably yes, but I want to see I want to see how Purdy handles this next game and if they should win and how the Super Bowl goes. Yeah, last year he got hurt in that Philly game yeah. early on. And they he had to get go a through chance, how many right? quarterbacks. And I don't think this was rust either. I don't think either game was rust. I think the Packers are pretty good. They just absolutely wiped out the Cowboys, and they're just a really good team. And San Francisco had some issues down the stretch when they were playing every week. We all saw them right against Baltimore. They didn't play anybody in their season finale. They weren't even great against Washington. Uh, I just think it's a team that started to tail off a little bit at the end of the season, whereas the Packers were playing great Yeah, they got, they got better as the year went on, and Matt LaFleur really, again, young people everywhere. I, I think much like Houston, they still are not ready to win yet. They're getting there quicker than you might have thought, but they still need things, uh, and that'll be the offseason for those two teams. Lions 31, Bucks 23. Jared Goff, really the two quarterbacks were a story, but Detroit's the best story in the playoffs. Do you agree with that? Oh, yes. The way they've reacted. Yeah, I yes. do agree with that. But, you know, I had a blind spot about uh, uh, the quarterback in, in New Orleans. His name's slipping me. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. I yeah. never thought he was that good. I don't look at Detroit as, as the quality team that the other three are left in the playoffs. I now, agree with that's that. That's my shortcoming, maybe. Um, I just don't take them. For real, when I look at the 49ers, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. Amon Ross St. Brown is really good. They drafted him, and he's turned into – And now running back is sensational. Yeah, their two running backs are good. And Hutchinson, Um, I mean – They're secondary. They got two two good tight ends, and Laporte is as good as he gets. But their secondary is vulnerable. Did you see that? Yeah, Zach Ertz is – well, they must have had – who was injured in that game? I don't know. He's supposed to be activated for the game, and he was looking for a job after he just bailed on Arizona. And the point spread is, what, seven and a half? Uh, it should be. That seems about right to me. It should be. A lot of people think that's high, that Detroit's not getting enough respect. Again, they haven't Six been there. Six and a half I have, Joe. Haven't yeah. been there, so I think knowing the 49ers are at home, and they last year at this time they had to go on the road. Uh, they're at home. They're going to – I expect San Francisco to put on a really good display of football in this game. It would be about time for them to do that. Now, you asked earlier about the coach and quarterback under the most heat this week. Why don't we do that next, Ron? Okay. Is that a radio tease? That's a radio tease. The coach and quarterback under the brightest spotlight. 
among these final four teams. Let's talk about that. Coming up next, uh, South Hills Kia fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. And we'll get to all of that next on Cook and Joe and Bob. And I'm here to tell you, Joe, about Thank my you, friends Bob. at Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Why? Because they're very good at what they do, and they win for you. Thank you, Bob. You know, when you're injured in an accident, you're welcome, Joe. Uh, are you going to keep your mic on while you yelp during this commercial? It does add to the— I can help you do the commercial. Uh, you go ahead, and I'll just— No, I'm going to say when you're injured in an accident, it's going to happen to every one of us. Of course it, it Right? Will. It does. It does. Uh, it's important to know the five things that matter to get maximum compensation. Are Tell you ready for that? One. Yeah. Well, number one, you got to be certain that your auto insurance is updated. It's got to be full tort. It's got to be underinsured. Half stacking. tort doesn't do it, Bob. No, no half tort. Un- it's got to be underinsured, right? Yes. Okay. Also, you got to have the peace of mind knowing, Joe, that from the minute you contact them, you're going to pay zero, no legal retainers, fees, or expenses of any kind until and only if they win, and they win at Shandorovich, Shandorovich, and Fishman. Just win, baby. Just win. That's right. That's their motto. Being certain the attorneys whose names are on the door of their office involved in your case, they do that. How about a 99.7% success rate? That's second only to Chris Boswell in the playoffs. He never misses. (laughs) But 99.7 is good. It's great. All types of personal injury cases. That matters. And, Joe, you know what matters most of all? What, Bob? That their fee is 25%. It's not 40% like most of these other firms charge. So you save 15% while getting the best coverage you can get. Do you know why, Joe? Why? Because it's Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, you matter to them. That's why. When you call 1-88-98-TWINS, they're always going to say, we got your back not and not your, your wallet. wallet. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. What's cooking? Brought to you by your local Geico Pittsburgh insurance agent, Tim Hester. Thank you, Mr. Hester. Very kindly. Also brought to you by Mr. Reuter. Thank you, Mr. Reuter. Call 412-Reuter2. Fan weather, I might add. Brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com. High of 35. Cloudy throughout the day today. Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh have both completed their second interviews with the Atlanta Falcons. If you were Arthur Blank and you had your choice of either one, who would you want to be your next head coach? That's a hell of a question. That's a good one, ain't it? Too bad Bob didn't think of it. That's a good one, ain't it? Um, I would probably say Harbaugh, just for the age factor. Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel over those two. Yes. I just can't imagine Belichick going through this process yeah, that, it, like this. I said the same thing I mean, thing what does he have to do about thinking, his what, resume? Why am know? I visiting with you so often? I guess do you not know what I do? Yeah, but it may be you know not what so it much. Is? It's a control thing. It, it may not be so much about them knowing about him. It's him knowing about them. What am I getting myself But in? also what his needs are. He needs this, 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 and this. I think money is irrelevant. They're going to make a lot of money no matter who they are. Yeah, why Vrabel over those two guys? I just like He Vrabel. would be my... Clear cut. I think Vrabel's going to end up in Seattle, and that would be good for them. I like him. I just like his physicality, the way he thinks, his tackling ability as a coach. He never did get it done in Tennessee, though. Nope. Didn't have the quarterback. Exactly. Does Atlanta have a quarterback? If you're one of those guys, no, but they have a high pick, right? They have the eighth pick, and they have the means by which to get one. Okay. 
That doesn't mean they're going to get the right one. Yeah, they will, and it'll be Mason Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Might be. Yeah, Desmond I would take Ritter, Belichick you know, I, because he's Bill Belichick. Because okay. he, he and that same Bill Belichick without defense, Brady has been uh, less than five hundred coach. He's a defensive mastermind. I think he can put together a very, very good staff. And Josh McDaniels. Maybe Josh McDaniels. And he's Bill Belichick. Did I mention that? Plus Harbaugh's not a spring chicken. He's sixty. That's why I said Mike Vrabel. I know, but you really haven't given a good reason other than you like I him. I just like him. I mean, I don't know about Jim Harbaugh has had success in San Francisco. Goes to, the to Michigan. Super Bowl. Has success there, Kaepernick. although it took a while, and they stuck with him. Good for them, uh, and they finally got the payoff they were looking for. But it took a long time. There were there were people who wanted him out. Remember that not too long ago, after he couldn't beat Ohio State. So, you know, I don't know. All I know is that you got to have a quarterback. Period. And if you don't have a quarterback, chances are you're not going to be able to compete with all these teams over the course of an 18 game season and then a playoff format. So that's going to be the number one issue in all these teams. I look at, what do you think Chicago's going to do? Keep We Justin still don't Fields. know. Oh, you do? That's what I think. Do you think know. that? They just hired a Seattle offensive coordinator. Yeah, but do you think? Offensive coordinator. Do you? They have two Walter. ways of going. They can trade him, start over, or support him. With, with these picks. Well, what do you think they're going to do? I what do you think they should do? I think they should keep him. He's 24. I see a lot of potential there. Yeah, I, really I think do. they should keep him as well. And then trade the number one pick. No. No, no, no. I use all those picks on trying to make my team better. Well, if you trade the number one pick, Bob, you're going to get a couple number one picks. You would think maybe, maybe not. Well, then I wouldn't do it, but I'm assuming <laughs> somebody's going to trade up to be Just because the quarterback. Oh, there are a lot of want. quarterbacks. I, okay, but you better give me more than – I would want more than that if you're going to play that game. You want the Actually, number I'd one be, overall pick. I, I want would more. be very tempted to take Drake May, to be honest with you. I've often said he's the closest I've seen to Ben in college since Ben came into the league. Caleb Williams went backwards for me. I don't me know too. if you feel that way, but the more I watched him, the more I didn't like him as much as I used to like him. Me too. Fan weather uh, brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado. SunChevy.com, high 35. Cloudy throughout the day. All right. Let's bring back the question then. Here we go into the last four teams remaining. Which coach is under the brightest lights here? You could say the most pressure, who has the most to gain, most to lose. I would just say which coach is is under the brightest light going into these, these two games. Uh, I think you can make a case for, for either Shanahan or um... – Harbaugh, but I'm going to say Shanahan. Gone to the title game three times in a row. He needs to get over the hump. Yeah. Has the number one seeded team, the team that everyone considers is the best uh, in the field. I think he he is under the most pressure to get it done. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, Andy Reid needs no endorse from, from me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, he doesn't. Um, and Dan Campbell's just on Campbell, a magic yeah, carpet I mean, this ride is, no matter what no matter happens. No matter what happens, he's, he's done a great job. Those Both yeah. those teams, I think. Yeah, I think Harbaugh is different than because he's won one. I think Shanahan has to well, has to win one. Yeah, there's a huge difference between getting that one under your belt and not having one. Right, you and know? especially if you're the number one seed. Now, last year he could have said, "I have issues at quarterback. I'm not. I'm playing on the road. Whatever." This year he has everything set up for himself. He got to win. They got to win. Yeah, that's my feel. What about the quarterback? 
under the brightest light of all? Uh, Lamar, I would think. You know, you're going to be the MVP again. Uh, he just won his second playoff game uh, the other day. Um, I would I would think Lamar. Purdy, I mean. Yeah, see, that was going to be my pick. Um, but I also, I also not- think Jared Goff has a little bit of this to prove, too. You know, this is a, a big moment. But I would say overall Lamar, just because of the lack of playoff wins for him, he finally yeah. got one, and I think now – this is the ultimate test. You're going to go against the guy who's been there for six straight times, knock him off, and I think things change for you. Again, the difference between none and one is yeah, is a whole huge. world of you know, difference. Goff has been to a Super Bowl. Right. But but with this team, I think it's important for him. But Brock Purdy has everything riding on this. If he fails and he loses this game and he's not good in it, I think You know, the only thing I'll say about Goff is, and, and Dan Campbell to a degree, they got an entire city on their shoulders. Yeah, to get to a Super Bowl, they've never been to one. That's a lot of pressure to get to. Oh, a it Super- is. But I mean, if now if they, they lose, if they lose, it's still a hell of a season yeah. for them. But there's a lot of pressure hey, to know, actually this, get there. This them. almost came to an NFC Championship game of Green Bay and Detroit, and who would have thought that based on how this season started? A lot of people like Detroit, but nobody liked Green Bay. Green Bay was just a rebuild because they didn't know about Jordan. Right. Love. That's how fast it could change, though. So, uh, what am I doing here? The 50 minute mark. On the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge Route 19 in Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Bob, you're a wonderful man, and I've had a wonderful time. Ron, I'll see you in the morning. We're going to Canton, Ohio later in the week. Are we going to have our bus enshrined in the uh, on Friday? We're going to have our bus. I think think we should. Bob, why don't you come out right out with us? You should on Friday, Bob. You can do your telecast from there. You could do the sports. I've been to the Hall of Fame a lot. It's a wonderful place. If you've never seen it, you should go there. But no, thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Can we say thank you to Charlie Borges for a good job? Nelly, you did a hell of a job today. I thought you were great. No, thank you. Tomorrow we get Sean. Don't call me Seth Myers. I'll be with you guys for the the, uh, Hall of Fame broadcast as well. In in person, you're going there, huh? First time I will ever be there. Who's the greatest Tampa Bay Buccaneer of all? Your favorite team. Uh, uh, Leroy Selman? I was going to say Leroy Selman or Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks, Brooks for is, me. Yeah, both are good. Mike Allstott. I Tom was going to say Mike Allstott. Somebody said, those of you don't remember don't understand, and they had him running through the middle, running over oh, 11 guys. Great. I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. Rondé, or who me. was, wait. Barber. Rondé, yeah. Rondé, yeah. 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 Barber was incredible. So was, somebody you know mentioned Selman. Down there, Selman right? Rice. Coach T. Sidion Rice, Coach yeah. T coached him. He has a real special relationship. Doug Williams was awesome too. there. Remember, Doug Williams led them to prominence in the late 70s. Still one of the I don't great, remember that because I wasn't born yet. He was in Crinkulant. One of the great quotes of all time, Coach McKay. What yes. Are you, what, said, do you think what do you think of your think team's, your team's execution? execution? I'm all for it. I'm all for it. <laughs> Tremendous line. Tremendous Couldn't, line. Don't you have to say, though, that Tom Brady is the greatest Buccaneer of all? He no. won him the Super Bowl. So did Brad Johnson. That's Ooh, a good touche. point by Nelly. Touche, huh? Brad Johnson. I forgot about Brad Johnson. He knows everything about Tampa Bay. Thank you, Nelly. Joe, I'll see you tomorrow morning at 10. Let's do it. Good night, Ron. All right, guys. Have a good day. Good night, Bob. Bye-bye. Love you. Bob, you didn't say you loved me back. Chelsea Messenger interrupted me. I love you, Joe.